How did the whole COVID-19 thing affect the travel agency? Well, I don't know, this was about a year ago, and they were saying about 27% of the travel agents, that was all that was left. Wow. You know, that were in 2019. There's a place in Southern Oregon filled with gorgeous natural beauty, friendly yet independent people, and a mild, comfortable climate. That place is called Grants Pass. These are the stories of the people that live and work in Josephine County. These are the movers and shakers that make this place the best. This is Grants Pass VIP. As the owner of Caveman Travel, Brian Mine has demonstrated a history of working in the leisure, travel, and tourism industry. Skilled in negotiation, business planning, operations management, coaching, and sales, Brian is a strong business development professional who's graduated from the Hard Knocks University. It has always been his main goal to provide the ultimate travel service for his customers. Whether it's transportation, accommodations, or your own special needs, Brian's ready to help. His specialties and passion include, but are not limited to, family groups, multi-destination, and short getaways. Fulfilling your travel dreams is what Caveman Travel is all about. Brian Mine, welcome to Grants Pass VIP. Break from here. <laughs> yeah. So, who are you and where would people know you from? You'd refer to me as a travel agent, but really what we are is travel advisors. I don't work for the airlines or anybody. I work independently for you. That's what we do. For people who may not know, what does a travel agent do? What we do is use our experience and expertise to, and tools we have specialty tools to plan and research people's travel needs, whatever they happen to want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can pretty much do anything other than a Greyhound bus trip. Yeah. We don't do that too often. <laughs> Actually, we don't do it at all. Yeah. Don't run into that as much anymore, huh? No. Well, no, we just don't do it. It's, it's not worth the time. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? About 16 years, 17 years, something like that. How, how did you get into it? How did you become a travel agent? Well, it was sort of, I put groups together doing different things, um, like cruises and stuff like that, and the opportunity came along to buy the agency, so we did. Oh. Bump along with everybody else, just getting to where we are. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, 16 more years. Yeah? Yeah. How did you end up in Grants Pass? Of, well, of that's where the places. agency was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I've been here about 30 years. Um, in construction originally and just having to stay. So going from construction into travel agency, how'd that work out? Well, it really it was not a big deal because I'd been doing um, trips with people, doing groups and stuff like that. So I kind of understood how everything worked. Um, it does work a lot different than you'd think. Yeah. Um, to, you know, just you just have to learn over a period of time to understand how it all goes together. So that's about it. Hmm. Did you find out about it earlier that you yeah. had found out about this agency? We found or? out about well, I was in the construction industry and not doing really well at that time, and um, getting older, you know, bending over, looking up walls and stuff like that. It's just kind of, you know, all that strenuous exercise. Was, you know, kind of, yeah, let's think about it. So my brother and I both were thinking of doing something different, and this just happened to come along, and so we took it. Yeah. Yeah. You moved to Grants Pass. 
was it smooth sailing from that point forward? Was it, were you one of the only travel agencies? It's were you... been a really a rocky, rocky road. Went to the, you know, the financial downturn in 08 and all that. Um, struggled to get into that. And then, you know, with the pandemic, all this stuff coming out the last two years. So it's been up and down. There's been really good years and some not so good years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a different kind of industry and you just have to go with the flow. That's what we did. Yeah. Would you recommend this industry to others if people were, were just sure. looking to get into it? Yeah, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, the length of time I'm going to be here, I'm with, I'm with Travel Leaders Network in Ternova. It's the uh, world's largest travel consortium, that, you know, there is. And um, connected with them, there's a lot of tools that I have at at my disposal, so it's it's it, it makes it easy to. Well, I, mean, I don't know so easy as the word I want to use, but they're there, so I can do what I need. But the potential here is, you know, it's, it's huge, um, and the opportunity. You gotta like travel. You know, like gotta sit around and, and then look at pictures of beaches and stuff like that. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it can be really enjoyable. What do you like best about this process? A lot of the clients are just fun to work with. They come in with an idea of concept of what they want, and they give me the details and allow me to kind of mold it around and figure out what what works for them. Hmm. And that's always fun. I like looking at new places. They come up with some places that I'm going, where the heck is that? (laughs) And I've figured it out, so. Is there a top-selling place or a top-selling type of well, excursion? Mexico, Mexico. I mean, that's doing an all-inclusive in Mexico is huge right now. That's a big chunk of what we sell because it's just the value is so good. You know, you go to Hawaii and for an airline ticket and a hotel for two people is maybe four grand. You can do Mexico all-inclusive and, I mean, everything for like three grand. So, I mean, you know, where's the value there? If you're just going to sit on a beach. Yeah. You know, Mexico is just an ideal thing. And there's a lot of really good deals around. Air is probably the biggest problem we face now is the cost of air. Mm-hmm. But still a lot of great deals out there. Do you get to travel much? Um, not much now. Not much. With the heart, I, yeah. I'm not supposed to travel. And it's hard because of my, my uh, you know, the, the menu that I can eat and that kind of stuff. Sure. Are limited, so... But yeah, I've done a lot of traveling to U.S., Mexico, stuff like that. I'm very familiar with it. Do you have any location that you recommend or that you like the best? Boy, <laughs> kind of <laughs> depends on what you're looking for. You oh, know. Okay. As far as I, you know, I love Mexico. Puerto Vallarta is probably one of my favorite towns. Mm-hmm. Um, in country, there's so so many things in this country just to see. Yeah. You know, that. Uh, um, there's there's some great opportunities depending upon how much time you got and how much money you want to spend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's interesting. So what are you most excited about what it is that you do? Is um, there anything today, nowadays, that, that, that you think is a, a, a really interesting venture? Well, for me personally, mm-hmm. um, my one number one to go to Zion and hike up to the top of Angel's Flight. Oh, yeah. Or Angel's Landing, excuse me. Yeah. Um, that's kind of number one on my bucket list. I don't know how soon I can do that, but that's, that's it. But there's, there's a lot of just varied opportunities. 
And it really depends upon what you want. I can send you to Iceland and you can play in the, play in the ice or in the middle of the desert. I mean, you know, it's, the sky's the limit, really. Oh, wow. So this industry, you were talking about the ups and the downs. How did, how did the whole COVID-19 thing affect the travel agency? Well, I don't know, this was about a year ago, and they were saying about 27% of the travel agents, that was all that was left. Wow. You know, that we're in 2019. Um, you know, we had some help and got us through, and that's how it was with a lot of people. They just, you know, made it work. Yeah. Got there. It was a tough, you know, it's one of those downside and huge bump in the road. But things are really picking up. You know, I'd like to see it continue on this course, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Deal with it with God. Who would you say your services serve the best? Who would be your ideal customer that would get the most out of what you offer? Well, somebody who wants a round-the-world cruise. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really just about anybody. What I do is I have access to stuff. I'm experienced, like with the airlines, we'll use that as an example. I see what the airlines are doing on a daily basis, so I can tell you that um, I don't know if I'd fly this airline here because of the limited flights, I'd steer you to somebody else. I can see how those, those work and what, what the changes are. You know, who's, yeah, okay, this is taught you 200 bucks, but these guys are gonna get you there. They're the guys, maybe get you there, maybe not. So I'm more involved in that all the time so I can see what it is. But I also have connections to different supplies, so different things you want to do, and they can be, like I said before, sky's limit. It depends on what you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to do a train ride through Switzerland, they're out there. I can help you with that. I see it. I know it's there. So I'm, you're not having to spend a lot of time um, digging through brochures and looking online. I already know it's there. Yeah. I know what to look for, where to go, um, what the best deals are, what companies maybe to shy away from, which companies that I feel are reliable, responsible. So mm -hmm. That's kind of how it works. Oh, wow. Your day-to-day -day life, both professionally and personally, what would, if you could do anything less of, what would it be? Nothing. I'd want to do more of something. Yeah. What would you like to do more of? Travel. Travel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, right now, I mean, you know, it's the circumstance we're in, it's, that's what's created what I've got. I've yeah. got to deal with what I have. I don't know, I'm pretty active in getting out and doing stuff, so. Well, you're certainly active I'm in sad. the community. I see you yeah. out there everywhere. So. I, I try, I try. <laughs> Good deal. So, if you and I were to get together, say, a year from now, mm -hmm. and let's say we had you back on the show and we... We look back over the last 12 months, what would you say would have had to have happened for you to feel happy with your progress, both professionally and personally? Well, get the government out of the travel business, yeah. which they interfere a lot with, all the rules and regulations. And I'm mm -hmm. not just talking about the U.S., I'm talking internationally. Wow. Um, every country has their own little rules and stuff. And it's mainly I'm focusing on COVID. Some countries, they still have a lot of restrictions and some don't have any at all. Mm. And so anytime we do with travel, you've got to look that up. If all that was gone, it'd make things a lot easier to, to work with. But really, you know, um, more um, level field with fuel and that kind of stuff, because it's driving airline tickets up. Yeah. And it's kind of concerns people. 
Although it's interesting is people just seem like they don't care. They're going to go and we'll figure out how to do it. Mm. As long as it doesn't, you know, blow the bank account. They have yeah. to sell their kids to do it. <laughs> you know? So I'm more of the now, the day-to-day kind of thing. I don't really look too far ahead to, yeah. to really see where it's at. I just keep on going and enjoy what, what I've got. What yeah. I can do. So, oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Do, do you, is there anything that you think is going to, that we're going to see more of that we haven't seen up until now? Is there, you have any predictions about the industry as a whole? Well, what I'm understanding industry-wide, they're saying that travel is just is going to get bigger and bigger and boom. You know, it's yeah. just more and more and more. Whether it will or not, who knows? I yeah. Mean, uh, there's so much going on in the world right now. Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break from that conversation. I wanted to bring up a question for you. During these crazy times, do you feel like your business is indestructible? Most people don't. And if not, the real question is why? And what can you do to make it as indestructible as possible? Well, that's the basis of my new book, Nine Ways to Amazon Proof Your Business. Let me talk about what we discussed in chapter six, the sixth way, which is to offer ongoing. What does that mean? Well, what it means is don't just have products that are one-time uses. Find a way to offer some type of ongoing value to your clients. Even if you can't offer it yourself, even if you don't specifically offer a service that goes on and on, find someone else who does and team up with them. Find a way to turn what you do into some form of subscription or membership and get your stuff out there more often. Allow them a chance to get to know, like, and trust you via a product or service. This is a way that you can completely take Amazon's idea and twist it into something directly for your own. Amazon Prime's a major deal in the success behind Amazon.com. You can get it to work for you, even if you just work on a local level. But I also have eight other ways to Amazon-proof your business. Basically, the idea of making it competition-proof to even someone as big as Amazon.com. So if you'd like to get your hands on a free copy of my book, go to AmazonProofBook.com. Sign up and you will get a free copy and get the chance to purchase a physical copy of it for a special price. In addition to that, if you happen to be in the Josephine County area or nearby and you're looking to have a speaker come and discuss these type of issues with your organization, club, or group of friends, then I have a limited calendar that I may be able to fit you into. Go check out brianjpombo.com speaking and fill out the application. We'll be sure and get back to you on that. And now let's get back to our show. If someone were interested in finding out more about what it is that you offer, is there anything that they can have prepared by the time they sit down and talk with you? Is there anything that they need to bring to the table? What would you? What's the well, frame of mind they need? If somebody wants to travel, the best thing to do, and some people don't quite understand, I always ask them to have an, an idea, but don't be so set in what you want to do. Because what happens is, say, say you want to go to Hawaii, and you want to go July 30th to August 6th, then come in with that. We want to go to Maui. And if you're a special hotel you want, fine. Then say, we really liked this the last time. But let me go to work for you and, and search out what's available. 
because that's what I'll do. I'll look for the best value, and that's that's huge in travel right now. It's, yeah, you can book anything you want, but is it really the best value? And I'll use it a good example. Of, um, this was like a couple of years ago. A lady came in, and she looked at a cruise, and she says, well, I got this for $2,200. What can you do? And I said, well, I'm $2,400. She says, why would I want to pay $2,400? I could probably have $2,200. I said, yeah, but you get $300 shipboard credit. And she said, well, what's that mean? That means you've got that money you got to spend on the, on the cruise for excursions, for whatever you want on board that ship. So it's like having $300. Oh. <laughs> but see, I have access to those kind of things that most people don't. But the best thing people can do is if, if they give me a general idea of what they want, and it's really helpful to know their budget. If they're trying to go to Disney World on 2000 bucks for five people, and fly, it isn't going to work. Yeah. I can instantly tell that. But if they got $12,000 to do that, okay, then I know I'm not going to break the bank or, you know, just embarrass them when I come up with, well, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, most people, they just don't want to let me know what their financial thing is. And that's the worst thing to do with travel agent. We're here to, we're here to work for the client and find the best value, and I've said that before, but I mean, that's really true. And if we don't know what they can do and what they can afford, I'm kind of hamstrung there. That's um, right. If they got a, they want to go to a, well, use Orlando again, they, they need something cheap. I can find something relatively, I wouldn't even say cheap, inexpensive, mm -hmm. but I know if they have a little more that I can put them actually on the Disney property, save them a whole lot of problems of having to shuttle into the Disney every day and pay for parking or whatever and doing all that stuff, they're there. They can go there and come and go and say, please, it's easy, it's simple. Those are the kind of things I can look for. And I, and I have that flexibility. If I know that range, that's what's really helpful. If they were interested in finding out more about your services, what's the best way for them to reach you? Email is always a great way to communicate with them because I, I get those in the evening at home. I got the computer on home and I look at it and if I get a message saying they're interested in this, I can type back real quick what I can do and that I can look for. And that's an easy way to go because then it's their time to do it whenever they want. They can send me information on what they're looking for and I can take and send something back to them. Um, I, with a theory that you'll never get it the first try. And if you do, great. But it's very seldom. There's always something that people don't like. And so those back and forth, I do love to have somebody come in the office we can see them face to face so they can see who I am and I can see who they are. It's, we're not looking at a box or mm -hmm. you know, some little light on the, on, the, on the computer screen or something like that. Yeah. So your email address is Brian with an I at cavemantravel.net. That's that, the best one to reach that's out? That's the best one, yeah. And then if you want to come in, we're actually out in your offices right now, but if you want to talk with Brian, you go to 301 Northeast 7th Street, Suite C. Yeah, call ahead because the 7th Street address is a little deceiving. We're kind of over on E. Yeah, kind of on the yeah. corner of E and 7th. Yeah. Usually what I tell people, we're across E Street from Roe Motors, and most, you know, almost everybody knows where that is. So okay. That's the best one. Yeah, so if you call ahead, just call. I've got your card here in my hand, 541-476-6813. That's it. It's the best way to reach you. Yep. And it says you, you also have Brookings Harbor here. Yeah, well, we had an office over there back in the day, and, you know, it just it, it didn't stay positive, but I got quite a few clients over there. So yeah. we have a number that, it's a Brookings number that gets forwarded to our We'll office. reach you. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, fabulous. Yeah. 
winding down a little bit here, is there anything I haven't asked you that you'd like to answer? No, I think it's, I think people need to understand that, you know, a travel agent isn't here. Sometimes they'll cost you more, but usually they'll, they can save you money. But the key thing with a, with a travel advisor is that we're looking at this stuff all the time. So things like I said, with a lady with the cruise, or, um, you know, you want to go to Germany. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm here an advocate for you. I'm here to help you do the best you can. I'm going to tell you, why don't you save Germany for another time? Is there something else you want to do this year? Because the hassles are getting in Germany, and it's getting better. Everything's getting better. But, you know, those kind of things, that's what I do. Overall, you're providing options. Right. Options that yeah. people don't know that they don't, that are even available. Well, I'll tell you one other thing, too. If you're booking online, you're dealing with online. They're there to book travel. <laughs> they're not there for the customer service side of it. They're not there to help you, guide you, to maybe give you a suggestion of doing this or that or whatever. Um, telling you, well, if you do this way, if you go three days earlier, this is going to be, you know, this is going to happen or that kind of thing. They're not going to tell you things like when you go to Cancun, if you go down to River Amaya and you're staying in the Playa del Carmen, take the ferry across the Cosmo for a day. It's cheap. You know, it's a 30-minute cruise over there. They're not going to give you that, but I will. And I'll be able to explain a lot of that stuff to you. I can tell you where things go and I can get you, you know, watch your excursions and stuff like that. But maybe you never experienced before. So. Oh, that, that's a great point. Yeah. Those type of options and customer service we see falling away as more and more things go online. Well, it's like if you went to Paris, I would tell you the general area where I think is the best place to stay because it's convenient to their hop-on-hop bus system, which goes all over Paris, and it's such a great deal. Um, it's right close to the Eiffel Tower, but uh, there's one, the wrong side of the Eiffel Tower and the right side of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> so, I mean, those are the kind of things that I can help help you alleviate a lot of frustration and stuff like that so i've got one other follow-up question so is there anything in your childhood and growing up that led you into a field like this is there any qualities that you have that you think automatically made you a good fit for this well back when i was younger i loved to travel until well i still would love to travel but you know i could live out of a suitcase yeah i mean i, I just that's who i am i just i love traveling and going and, and seeing new things but, you know, when I was living in Southern California, I'd do groups up to Mammoth Lakes on weekends and stuff like that. I just like like putting that together and organizing that and getting it done. Kind of who I was. So I suppose it's kind of been in my blood since an early age. Yeah. Yeah. This has been really interesting for me because I don't know a whole lot about the industry. Mm-hmm. And just in conversations I've had with you previously and in what you've kind of put out here, I think it's a really good primer for people that are looking to looking to travel and, and they're, they're, they're looking for different options than just what, what's available online. Mm-hmm. So this is really cool. Uh, so with that, I just want to thank you, Brian Mine, Caveman Travel. Thanks for being on Grants Pass VIP. Thank you. Appreciate it. Brian is another one of those people who I have been trying to pin down for a while. We actually had an interview scheduled last year and because he was having some health issues it got in the way and so we had to keep rescheduling and so it's it's great to finally sit down with him 
I really like the feel of his office. When you go in there, it's clear that you're dealing with a professional. It's clear that you're dealing with someone who has done this for quite a while. He can go deep down into the minutia of all the different options that you have available. And that's what I really like about Brian. He's, he's not going to give you any double talk. He really does seem to understand this stuff. And the stuff he doesn't understand, I think he'll tell you. He'll be straightforward and honest, which you don't have to ask Brian what his opinion is on something. He'll be he'll come right out and tell you. And it doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative. I, I think he'll tell you exactly what you need to hear, not just what you want to hear, which I really appreciate. I know the next time that we plan a nice, good-sized vacation, we're going to talk to Brian over at Caveman Travel. It was great sitting down and talking with him. Join us again on the next Grants Pass VIP, brought to you by the team at brianjpombo.com, helping movers and shakers in Southern Oregon and beyond stand out. That's B-R-I-A-N-J-P-O-M-B-O.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest or a sponsor on Grants Pass VIP, go to grantspassvip.com forward slash contact. Guests who appear on the show do not necessarily endorse the opinions of the host or sponsors. The theme music is Fun Shot by Kevin McLeod. Our host is a Grants Pass resident and business strategist, Brian Palmo. I'm executive producer, Shawnee Douglas. And until next time, live rogue and have fun.